0: This podcast contains mature themes and explicit language. Movie Lovers is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Mallory said, Ew, you can see in the crack of her panties. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you can see her beaver like,
0: if you look through the oh, side um, of her Yeah, nasty, like, like a gross black mm-hmm. abyss.
1: Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Movie Lovers.
0: This is Jonah, and I'm Mallory, and uh, together we're movie lovers, and we do have a fun surprise for this episode.
1: Yep. Uh, Which we'll get into in a second. Uh, Movie Lovers is a podcast where we take turns picking the movie each week, whether the other one wants to watch it or not, and we discuss our list of topics.
0: Doing this podcast every week gives us an opportunity to make the other one watch movies we've been putting off since we met in 2015. Which is surprisingly, a lot of movies, turns out. So
1: today we have a very special guest, and this is our first special guest that we've ever had on the Movie Lovers podcast. We're very excited. Professional stand-up comedian Steve Smith and bartender extraordinaire, him and I work together as well. Say hello, Steve. Hi, thank you very much for
2: having me. Um, as your first special guest.
1: Yeah, and maybe our last. We'll see how well this
0: goes.
1: (laughs) So today we watched the movie Kingpin, the 1996 comedy. It is a classic. Uh, Don't man me. (laughs) Starring Woody Harrelson, Bill Murray, and Randy Quaid, and Vanessa Angel.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, that was Claudia.
0: Okay. (laughs) Mallory's going to try (laughs) to... I'm going to shit on their fun.
2: I (laughs) thought Vanessa Angel was the uh, rubber hand, actually. (laughs)
1: Uh, So, yeah, Mallory's going to amp up her enthusiasm, so you're going to really enjoy this episode. (laughs) She loved this movie so
0: much. So much. Yes. So it's pretty obvious that I didn't pick this movie. Which one of you buttholes picked
1: this? We decided that we both did. It just, like, came up in conversation because we found ourselves quoting it at work a lot. And, uh... I was like, oh, I should do that for the podcast. And then I was like, oh, you should come on the podcast, Steve, and, and
2: uh, be a special guest. So, and I, yeah, yeah, because we both love this movie. What's open Arms came in, even though I've never technically listened to a podcast before. True. Years. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, Steve, are you ready to gang up on Mallory with me? Always have been
1: We're gonna double stuff Oh no (laughs) You're our little Oreo (laughs) Yeah
0: Oh no Okay let's uh, Even though We just got off the couch Watching this We're gonna Still watch the trailer
1: Roy Munson Had it all
0: You're on a gravy train With biscuit wheels He
1: was the golden boy Of the bowling world
0: Watch the door Wanna
1: make more money Are you sure this is legal I don't know It's fun though, isn't it? Double or nothing, I can pick up that spare. Well, take that bet.
0: How do you do that?
1: But one night... Sometimes a bowler just has to face the music. He lost his innocence. And that bowler is you, Roy. And the one thing he needed most... It's a beautiful morning. Now, he's fallen as low as he can go.
2: You still owe me another month's rent.
0: If I were you i would start doing some tongue exercises before friday
1: <laughs> but he'll do anything to get back to the big time he just needs an amish kid you struck a hell of a ball to lend him a hand
2: your talent my knowledge you could be a champion why would a bowler need a manager someone who, who will be a loyal
1: friend and never ever turn on you i'm just not interested
2: i hope you're riding the hell you loser You suck! Please meet our friend
0: from Ohio, Brother Hezekiah.
2: By tomorrow, they'll surely find out that you're a fraud. How's that? Take the horse's shoes off. How many children do you have?
1: None
0: that I know of.
1: Took some doing, but I got them off. Where do you keep the new shoes? There is a tournament in Reno, Nevada in a few weeks. First prize is $1
0: million. You're about to embark on a great adventure.
2: Do not allow yourself to be
0: corrupted. Nothing can make me stray.
2: <laughs> You're a bona fide schmuck. We don't raise our hands in anger against others.
1: Creators of Dumb and Dumber comes Woody Harrelson. How do
0: I look? Randy Quaid. Whoa! (laughs) Vanessa Angel.
1: Get your hands off me!
0: And Bill Murray. I need you now more than ever I need you.
1: Kingpin. You gotta play, please make it, please make it, please make it, with the hand you're dealt. You
0: wouldn't happen to have a Phillips head screwdriver, would you?
1: Directed by the Farrelly Brothers.
0: That movie was a movie. This movie was an awesome movie. As Jonah would say. <laughs> uh,
1: Steven, what was your first memory
2: with this movie? Um, Actually... Kind of a fun fact about myself, besides being a very, very talented comedian and bartender, I'm actually in a bowling league, and I have been for a long time. And my best friend and I went to this movie in the theater. Both love Dumb and Dumber, and yeah, we we actually saw it in the theater, and I've seen it probably 150 times since. Nice,
0: wow.
2: Uh, for me, it was uh, seeing in the theater with
1: my dad. Uh, it was part of that great run of comedies between '94 and '96. Um, that included the Fairleigh Brothers movies and all the Jim Carrey movies, of course, that we know and love and some of the SNL movies and everything. So how about you, Jacobson?
0: I saw it for the first time in college, I believe, with my ex, and I didn't care for it then. Well, I thought maybe it just my perspective needed to change or something or I needed to get a stick out of my ass. But it turns out that stick is just still there.
1: Yeah. I tried to pull it out tonight, everyone, but uh, I failed. Apparently. <laughs> so, let's uh, jump into our 30-second or less Mallory Explains Movies, where Mallory runs through the plot synopsis.
0: Yes. Okay. So, Kingpin starts out with Woody Harrelson. He's young and is a really talented bowler and is going to take on the world, whatever. Uh, He crosses paths with Bill Murray, who sabotages his entire career by getting his hand mangled, chopped off, whatever, in the ball return thing. (laughs) That scene was terrible. And anyway, so uh, it kind of like flashes forward 17 years, and he's become a bit of a crook. He hasn't really done anything with his life, and... He uh, comes across Randy Quaid playing in a bowling alley and decides that he wants to exploit him to win a million dollars in Reno, and uh, they go on the road, and there's all this hilarity at an Amish. Oh, yeah, he's Amish. I mean, Randy Quaid is Amish, and so there's a bunch of crazy shit. Hi, Bruce. There's a bunch of crazy shit that happens on the Amish farm, and then they hit the road, and they a girl becomes part of it at some point, and they con everybody out of their money and shit, and then in the end, Ronnie <laughs> Harrelson is the one that competes because Randy Quaid breaks his hand, and there you have it. That that was that was the gist, but with a lot of silliness along the way. Correct. Nicely done. Mm-hmm. Bruce likes to be part of. Yeah. Our podcast experience. Our audience
1: knows Bruce very
2: well. Uh, Steve, who do you have for the best actor? Um, I'm going to have to go with Bill Murray. He was phenomenal in that movie. A lot of ad-libbing that turned out to be key lines in the movie. Um, I think he, he if anybody else were cast in, as his role, it wouldn't have been as good of a movie. Definitely not. No. And, uh, yeah, so I also have Bill Murray, uh, the,
1: the movie stealer, the scene stealer. Um, I divulge into that more in Jonah's bullet points at the end of the episode. However, he absolutely just dominated this movie.
0: He did. I have him for my best mm-hmm. actor too. I did on, uh, like in my margins, make a point that Randy Quaid in this movie really makes me want to watch Vegas Vacation. I've been, I've been mm-hmm. promising you for many moons that we're going to watch Vegas Vacation, because he's never seen it. for now. He's seen all the other ones. It's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't think I have.
0: Yeah. I, I really like Randy Quaid, and I love Woody Harrelson, but, mm-hmm. I don't know, Bill Murray just, he just does his Bill Murray thing, and he's just fucking <laughs> perfect.
1: He's amazing.
0: All right, what about um, the O'Doyle, the character that exists basically just to be a dick?
1: So yes, the O'Doyle, a.k.a. character who has very minimal screen time and is literally there just to be a dick. I had Skidmark.
0: Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. That's a good one.
1: Skidmark from the, the country line dance bar.
0: Yeah.
2: That scene was hilarious. Who is actually Roger Clemens, the baseball pitcher in real life. I knew that. Little fun fact.
0: Oh. That I will add later. Anyway.
2: Mine is uh Stanley. He wasn't in that much of the movie and I absolutely can't stand him. I think he's a terrible actor. And just his face makes me want to punch it. Yeah, and the he TV was scene. The
0: boyfriend, the ch- right? He
2: was the boyfriend. He just wasn't in a whole lot of the movie. He didn't play. I mean, he played a minor, big part, but small enough where he's the O'Doyle, in my opinion.
0: That's who I have also, but I didn't know his name, so I put down Gavin Rossdale because he looks <laughs> like Gavin Rossdale, but with more makeup on. Um, yeah. In, out. <laughs> but yeah, my my note was he had on more makeup than the chick did. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely was he a tool. He came back. He had more screen time than, than your dude, so I don't know, but uh, I think they both were pretty minor,
1: so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I skin had way less screen time, so that's, <laughs> that's why I ended up, I originally
0: wrote down... Oh, I wrote down the
1: barky guy, so it's, uh, Stanley's, like, friend, you know, the little guy, who's always, like, barking, but then I crossed him out and wrote Skidmark, because, like, just, you had to, like, Skidmark is, like, the sea bass of this movie,
0: mm, yeah. and that's,
2: that's another part, that's a good one, too, his sidekick, but when he's, like, I'm going to get you, bald bastard. And he's, like, gouging the bowling ball's eyes. I was like, don't you know it's a bowling ball and not a human head? Yeah. So that kind of, yeah. That was, that was a dumb <laughs> Annoying and...
0: That was the, the, the part that made you go, this movie's dumb? <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She's only just beginning. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Character are you most identified with? I'm afraid to ask.
2: Steven, you, you go. You, sir. Um, for metaphorical reasons, kind of, Roy. Because... Like a lot of comedians, we're all kind of crazy, and I've had a lot of down moments in my life. And then I realized that life is not that bad, and it kind of made, like, there's certain aspects around my life and around his that made me want to pick up and keep moving and say life is good, kind of yeah. like Roy did. So that. Actually, yeah.
1: that's true. Like, I've known you for years now, and I've seen a kind of Munson-esque transformation for
2: yeah. the better. I am missing my uh, right hand. I'm just yeah. kidding, no. Sorry. You just sit on your right hand <laughs> That's until right. it turns numb and then jerk off with it. Stranger. Yeah. The stranger.
1: But yeah.
0: What about you mean? Uh I wrote down
1: none of them because they're all so extremely exaggerated in their own ways. Like there was nothing that I could relate to. And not even any of the little side characters or anything. Right. And I don't I I don't like to cop out, as you know, and I'm very like, no, you have to answer it. But like I mean I don't know the the sheep in the bowling alley.
0: Because <laughs> you never mind. <laughs> I, was never I never also
1: mind. fuck farmers.
2: I was gonna
0: say you like to get railed by old farmers. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say because
2: I was gonna say a little bit of a um, Ern cracking because you're kind of an asshole. Quick story: When Joan and I first started bartending together, <laughs> I asked some, "Hey, this might be a stupid question, but..." What glass does the milk go in for customers? And he goes, "That is a stupid question." And walked away.
0: <laughs> and that's something
2: Bill Murray would do. So you're you're an asshole. That's
1: Bill true. Murray's
0: character. <laughs> Everybody's favorite asshole. you love each other. Yes, we love each other. Uh, the character <laughs> that I most identify with, I just put the chick. I guess she was really the only like.
1: Well, I mean, you're also you know. a hot piece of ass, just like she is. Thanks. And if I was going to be a a bowler, like a professional bowler, and try to hustle people, I'd have you, like, prance around in some little number, you know, and bend over and stuff to try to distract them.
0: Cool. Cool. I could do that.
1: I like it. I could do that. All right. The Wii U Wii U moment, a.k.a. moment where you see the characters bonding, usually a montage. Yes. Uh, I had the montage with Claudia being hot, so that was the one where she's, like, you know, Super hot and standing over the like air blower thing so it blows her skirt up and you know
0: has her boobies out yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I wrote the same thing. Okay. Um I
2: I, <laughs> I was a little I thought it was like a bonding moment between two characters. The sure. moment. But yeah, I I did kind of when Claudia and Roy go through his old town and that's kinda of when she saw a change in Roy. And that's when they started bonding to, yeah, so I kind of, I guess I misunderstood that, which is common for me because I'm not the smartest guy in the world. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, no, yeah. Or the handsomest. Or, or my answer is when Claudia has her boobs out. yay. Yeah. <laughs> <That
0: works>. Yay. <laughs> no, I mean, I think
1: you get the general gist yeah. of it. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right.
1: Most iconic moment or favorite scene? Steve, why don't you lead off with that? Okay.
2: The scene I found most funny, I got two, is the diner scene. Mm-hmm. Where Woody Harrelson, he's, Bill Murray's character, Irma Kraken's explaining to Woody Harrelson how they want to get more income. And Woody Harrelson's eating and eating, and he keeps talking with his mouth full. While uh, Bill Murray's got a cigarette in his hand <laughs> and drinking his, uh, what is it, gin and tonic? And says, you know, why don't you go eat that outside? And <laughs> makes Woody Harrelson go eat outside. And then he looks at the two gals turns around and goes, hi, not you, you, hi. So that, just, that whole scene is just phenomenal because he's like, you know, and then Erwin is like, keep him coming to it. it's I like got a long drive ahead of me, meeting his drink. Like, yeah, I want to keep right. drinking. And then just the last scene where they're bowling against each other. I mean, you kind of obviously saw it coming, but it was just between Bill Murray's hair going all over the place because <laughs> it was kind of foreshadowing because he said the day that, You know, I lose is the day I go bald or whatever he says early in the movie. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of funny. But, yeah, both those scenes were just phenomenal amongst many other ones. Right, Mallory?
0: So many.
2: (laughs) You did laugh a
1: few times. A few. I should have, like, written it down. um, For proof to throw in my face. Uh, Jacobson, what do you have? And I'll finish it off.
0: Okay. Um, Well, I put down... (laughs) Okay. So I usually... For your reference, Steven, I will usually end up uh, with some of my favorite scenes or most iconic scenes. I'll also do some YouTube comments Mm -hmm. on those scenes. So I personally actually thought the fighting in the parking lot was kind of funny. Oh, and Claudia and
1: Roy Monson were fighting. I'm not
0: really sure why. Yeah, That's how I feel about a lot of the movie, but uh, (laughs) I was looking up YouTube comments for that and... (laughs) Ginger Time Lord three months ago commented. Now that's what I call a raging Woody. <laughs> <I> <laughs> yep. nice Ginger Time Lord. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose for like iconic moments, I I have it in my s- least favorite scenes because ew, but the gross landlady
1: <laughs>
0: and they that whole just all of it, her all all of her, the varicose veins and the but, yeah the more specifically when they're when they bang whatever <sighs> um i just i just pulled this random ass comment from this dude called Jogo lock uh, six months ago said when she was rolling up her stockings i laughed so hard i nearly puked i i just identified with that because we were laughing at how gross it was and just like oh god you can like see Oh, like the darkness under the edge of her panties, where her crotch would be, and like her gross, veiny legs and her teeth, and oh, I did not enjoy that scene. It was one of my least favorite scenes, but it's also incredibly iconic. And she keeps coming back and doing the like uh, so over and over again.
1: I remember when I saw it in the theater with my dad for the first time, and he was like, he was like, oh yuck! (laughs) I'll never forget that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay what were some of your
1: ideas? oh I just I had to put most iconic moment the the diner scene see I agree with you the diner scene with Bill Murray and Woody Harrelson <laughs> is 45 seconds maybe of just absolute solid gold maybe the best 45 seconds of any comedy ever <laughs> save the naked wrestling scene in Borat but like <laughs> that whole it's just so amazing it, it should be like it's own Entity It should be like It was almost like an, A perfect SNL sketch Or something like that Right Like Bill Murray Fucking killed it Amazing And yeah I mean we, You and I quote That specific awesome. scene All the time Awesome So
0: a Young bowler Like yourself The tour can be Very difficult Very expensive Tank and tap Keep them coming Sweets I got a long drive Do me a favor Will you Would you mind Washing off that perfume Before you come back To our table Little bad luck. If you had it today, all your dreams can go up in smoke. That's why even we veteran bowlers, we work our way, tournament to tournament, we need a supplemental income. Mm. Supplemental income? Supplemental. Supplemental. Yeah, it's extra. That's what it means. Mm. You interested? Interested? Interested. Uh, Would you be interested in some sup- extra income?
1: No, that's
0: your income. You want to make more money? Mm. Okay. Why don't you go eat that outside and then come on back in? Hi. Hello. Not you. Hi. I did, like, when he asked her if she could, like, go wash off her table before she came back to the table. Uh,
2: That was awesome.
0: That was funny. (laughs) I'll give you that
1: one. Oh, oh, and, like, second place... I forgot to write it down, but second place is the commercial for like the fatherless families. Oh, God,
0: yeah. And like, moms oh, are over. Yeah. Like, just completely. Sometimes when I wake up, Mr. McCracken's already at my house. Yeah. <laughs> and like, all all four of the moms are like total smoke show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I already kind of segued a little into least favorite scenes or scenes that we hated. Um,. I'll just, I'll just, I'll rattle off a couple, because I, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer the whole episode. She quotes the whole movie. <laughs> like, five minutes in. Yeah. Seven minutes in. Twelve <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> the, uh, you will agree with me, my dear. The floss, the flossing. Yeah. Ew. With all Ew. the, like, chunks
1: of, like, meat on the floss. I
0: mean, and one of them even looked like a gross, like, green little goober or something. Mm-hmm. like. Ew. That was that made Ew. my stomach churn. Yeah, I, I felt for you. The horseshoes thing—like <laughs> I know that's supposed to be funny, but it just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, like, I, I am mean, am an animal
1: person. It's and it's sad, but it's obviously it's
0: so stupid.
2: Yeah. So okay. Dumb. Peta must have been like going crazy during that scene. Right. Oh God. The well, phone they phone at the end of every movie, way. they're always like, "No animals were
1: harmed yeah. in the making of this." So. Oh all buttercup is okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> but fine. buttercup,
0: yeah. Um really early on, and I didn't know how much grosser the landlady was gonna get, but early on when she's like makes her first appearance and she's smoking and she spits in her hand and puts the <laughs> cigarette out on her hand, I was like, Do you know how bad her hand smells? Like, that's fucking sick. Yeah. But I had no idea yeah, you how much worse that it was now. gonna get.
2: Yeah, she kind of you kind of cringed. I remember that. Yeah,
0: well, and I I used to smoke happy, back though. in the day when I was a teenager. I smoked for like five years, and so just the idea of doing that, ugh, sick, sick, sick. Yeah. Okay. All right, Smith. What do you got for your least
2: favorite scene? I have two, and ironically, one of them is Mallory's favorite scene. It's the fight scene in the parking lot. <laughs> the little, just the fight scene. I think the. The cloud of shit thing is really funny. Um, the whole beginning part of it, but when him and her are fighting and he's punching her boobs and they're going up and down, I think that's so stupid. I think that's legitimately like, okay, you know, dumb is dumb, dumb and dumber. Wait, what? And then um, <laughs> the, the bowling scene with Stanley, because I hate him so much. Oh, he's yeah. like, robbed in my own house? Yeah. Like, he's just such a bad actor that if it were anybody else that would have done that scene... It would have been fine, but he's such a bad actor and yeah, I hate him. He's in a lot of fairly Brother movies yeah, too. They 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 have like a fault fo- like this Adam Sandler, they have like yeah. a following of characters and he needs to be not one. Right.
0: Yeah. That's that a, would have been a fun opportunity to have like a bigger named actor in there yeah. for like, you know, the whole ten minutes that yeah. he's part of the movie. I feel like
1: like Bruce Willis could have knocked that one out of the park for some reason. <laughs> yeah. He's the first person I thought of.
0: Yeah, yeah. Less
1: makeup. So I have the... Alright, for some context for the listeners, as if you follow this podcast, you know that usually my least favorite scenes involve, like, barf in it or something like that. Some gross <laughs> barf, barf,
0: spit, blood, right. boogers. But,
1: so there was the barfing scene in this from after he had to go down on the landlady so that he could pay the rent. and But the thing is, is that... We had two pizzas freshly delivered, (laughs) and I was so hungry, and I was literally on my maybe like second or third bite of my first slice, and I was enjoying it so much, and then that scene happened, and I'm like, I had to look away. Like, I've seen it before, and I actually did catch some of it out of the corner of my eye. It was gross, like white barf that was coming out of him or whatever, but I was like, I really had to go to like a special place in my mind, and... Just enjoy sort the zen. pizza. I was like, "Just this pizza is so good. I don't care yeah. that Woody Harrelson's like barfing oatmeal <laughs> into a toilet bowl."
2: <laughs> I do a, I do a um, little just minor impression of her when she's laying in bed having a heater pull sex. Oh, stop it, you! It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Perfect.
0: <laughs> the little yeah. attitude yeah, in your in your oh, head. Yeah. Is my awesome. head was shaking, girls. Mm, yeah. It wasn't that bad. What is it about
1: good sex that makes me have to take a crap?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, one of my favorite quotes. My little Roy toy. I love that.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, body count.
1: Um, I had zero. I didn't count anyone no. dying.
0: No. I just, for funsies, wrote Roy's hand. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) That's good. That's fun. Yep. (laughs) All right. Excellent. So we're going to move now into
1: (laughs) Uh, the Mally They Need to Fuck category, because every time we watch a movie, Mallory always says, they need to fuck, or they're gonna fuck, yeah, so,
0: I didn't do that in this movie, though. No, you didn't. But you're going to enlighten me.
1: So, with this category, I give Mallory five options of couples that need to fuck, and she has to choose one. <laughs> right. There's no way out.
0: So, how are we running this down? You both have some. This right. is going to be interesting. Well, so, I have to pick from you, and I have to pick from right. you? Right. So, let's separately. do it sequentially.
1: So, I'll do my five, you pick mine, and then you, Steve will do his five, you pick his. Sounds good. All okay. right. Ernie McCracken and his Rose bowling ball. Ooh, yeah.
0: I did like that bowling ball. Mm-hmm.
1: The Farmer and the Sheep, Okay. Claudia and Ishmael,
0: Mm.
1: The Landlady and Munson, they did fuck. But they did. Yeah. I wrote down anyway. They
0: are fucking. That happened.
1: Stanley and the Barky Guy. (laughs) (laughs) They do a doggy style. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, That's two.
0: (laughs) I'm going to have to go with McCracken and his ball, because the the Rose bowling ball, because I really like that ball. I like that one. Yeah, I would have gotten sexual around that ball.
2: So. Yep. What do you okay. got? I'm ready Stephen, for you, Stephen. Kid, I have a couple kind of normal ones and a couple really weird dark ones. but um, Sweet. All right. Uh, Ishmael and Rebecca, his Amish girlfriend that he oh, kisses. Yeah. Um, they're going to have really crazy fuck sex after because they got the money and now she's horny. Um, <laughs> Chris Elliott and Ishmael. That didn't happen. It only happened in a dream. Actually, it was Roy and Ishmael. But first, right. Elliot, you know, he wants to come back because Ishmael won him $800,000. Right. Um, skid Mark and Stripper Ishmael. Oh. Yeah. Stripper Ishmael, who is mildly attractive. I didn't say that. Here's the dark one Roy's dad and Roy. <laughs> yes. And this is why Steve Smith is on this podcast today, um, ladies and gentlemen. And I. Yeah, don't call the cops on I me. Mean. And then, uh, <laughs> finally, Buttercup and Miss Rebecca.
0: Oh. Okay. Poor
2: Buttercup. <laughs> Buttercup just has a really bad week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or, I mean, anyone that gets to bone Rebecca. Yeah, see? Right. Buttercup's lucky.
0: I'm going to have to go with the boring... Well, not boring, but, like, I would like them to fuck Ishmael and Rebecca. Yeah. Even if they're going to do a Handmaid's Tale style with, like, a sheet between Two them hands. with a hole where his dick goes so they don't actually touch. Okay. Like... Yeah. But no, I think, I think uh, that'd be... See, it was kind of
2: sensitive and then a little dark and, you know, I'm kind of like... Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was a good tone. Good tone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, favorite
2: quotes. <laughs> favorite quotes. Why don't you start, Steve? Okay, I got, I got two. I could have a hundred. Um, but the one, like I mentioned before, <laughs> when he's just like, why don't you go ahead and eat, a, eat that outside?
0: <laughs> it's just- I might have to... It, like insert that whole scene. You into have here. to because just the fact that he's
2: <laughs> chugging a drink and smoking a cigarette, and he's so annoyed that Roy's just trying to eat, make honest money, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then the other one, which is kind of a hidden gem, is when um, Roy is telling Ishmael to be quiet and hush, and then he's like, "Okay," because they're trying to get away from Miss Claudia. And then Roy leaves like the scene, and you can hear him go, "Ow, I tore my nutsack." <laughs> it, that's a phenomenal scene. Like I <laughs> Where tore did my
0: I sack. Miss that?
1: Because you were like talking or. No, booking, reading that. Reading. Um,
2: roommate came and got pizza right at that scene.
0: Oh, God. Oh, okay. It. I, okay. I didn't want to
2: interrupt it, but that's what. I tore my sack. And he goes, Are you okay, Mr. Munson? He goes, Shh. So he re quiets <laughs> Ishmael off. And it's just, that whole scene is just phenomenal. Anyway.
1: Uh, all right. I have many. So let me burn through Sweet. these. Munson? Where did I get flossin' from? That's an Ishmael quote.
0: That's a Jonah quote. That's the way you,
1: yeah, you yeah. just are. The name's not Boy. It's Roy. I, I love that. Uh, oh, here's my Mally quote. Mallory said, ew, you can see in the crack of her panties. Because <laughs> like, you can see her beaver Like if you look through the oh, side of her panties. Yeah, nasty, like,
0: like a gross black mm-hmm. abyss.
1: Uh, put that in a bottle, and you got something sweeter than you I say that all the time. Um, would you mind washing off that perfume before you come back? Uh, you're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels.
0: I had that one. That's
1: so... I love it. I love, yeah. like, old Tammy shit yeah. like that. Hey, everyone, there's a shit cloud coming. <laughs> Run for your lives. That was amazing. I forgot about that. That was an Ishmael quote. All right, what do you got, oh. Jacobson?
0: The funny thing, like... <coughs> Knowing that Dumb and Dumber was like the predecessor to this movie, and there's so many like quotable things from Dumb and Dumber. And I love Dumb and Dumber, I do. It's, it's like it rides right on that cusp of being like this is stupid, mm, but it's but it's it leans back to funny for me. This movie just like it didn't lean back into funny for me most <laughs> of the time. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, The Gravy Train with Biscuit Wheels, I had that, and then right after she's talking about how good sex makes her have to shit or whatever and she's like you're really jarred something loose oh yeah. <laughs> you have to say that <laughs> 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 I you do that please
1: Sure. <laughs> Which will be right after Steve leaves. Just kidding. Um, or during. Or during, yeah. Oh. All right. Let's jump into the alternate porn title. Uh, I'm really excited to see what you both have. Mine sucks. Mallory's usually sucks. Mine are always the best, but maybe you can one-up me, Stephen. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Um, I have two. Why, I have... why don't we have Mallory go yeah, first? I should I should go get, first. Out out yeah, Mallory, you go first. one Yeah, I'm just kidding.
0: My, <laughs> my alternate porn title is King Poonanny. King Oh, Kingpin. <coughs> Kingpin. Fucking yeah. crickets. <laughs> it's like me at a comedy
2: show. Uh, mm-hmm. Alright, what you got? Want me to go? Yeah. Okay, I have two. Kinkpin. Oh, oh, good one. Shut the
0: fuck up, that's great. Or
2: pink skin.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shit. Now mine's gonna suck. I don't even want to read
2: one. Let's hear it, there, champ.
1: Oh man, those were amazing. <laughs> Thank <to> you. You. <laughs> you need to help Mallory write hers in the future. Eat it. <laughs> All right. Alternate porn title: Cock in. <laughs> I like that. Little... But I'm not done yet. Oh. Starring Woody, Harry Buns, and Randy Laid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he does this.
1: I would have done that too next time if I yeah. can be a guest again. And- but this is going pretty well, so we might yeah. have to have you back. Season yeah.
0: Jonah likes <laughs> likes to do the starring, and then yeah, with their that's names? Funny. It, the Ghostbusters one was yeah. really
1: good. Sometimes I use it as a crutch, though. Like I feel like my porn title isn't good enough. Moist lusters, moist lusters. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry Bad
0: day. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then I'm like, oh, that's but I can come up with like funny porn names for the actors too. <laughs> right. But Woody Woody Harry Buns and Randy Laid is. I'm pretty proud of those Bill Squirty
2: to the Bill Murray, yeah. Bill Squirty. All right, I'll stick the porn names (laughs) actors.
0: (laughs) Uh, Diane moment. I actually didn't really like absorb any like cool background looking at things.
1: I got one. So for the audience, the Diane moment, aka noticing things in the background. Uh, The Asian Brides magazine that the guy in the bowling alley was reading. That's what you have too. Swear to God, dude! I've seen this movie a hundred times and I never noticed that before. Same here. I just happened to, like, look over and see that he was holding that. Yep. Yeah.
0: Music.
2: Yes. Wait, I didn't give you my... Well, I had one. Oh, oh sorry. Shit. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. I had 1235 on his dad's clock when he gave it to Roy when it wasn't working. Oh, 1235. That's absolutely a Diane moment. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Observing any pointless things yes. in the background. And oh. Asian
2: brides, of course. We have like <laughs> yeah. this sensitive moment and <laughs> like, oh, Asian brides. brides magazine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I assume doesn't really exist. Which is the manager of the bowling alley sitting at the counter, working at the bowling alley. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, so just it's makes it's it like bad. oh Jesus. Oh,
2: all right. So yeah,
1: music score and soundtrack. Um, so the score itself was composed by Friedi Johnston, who also had some actual songs on the soundtrack, too. Um, I went on a kick of listening to Freedy Johnston, like, um, I think it was when we went to Vermont, Mm. or something. It was sometime this year. I was just really getting into it. And I was listening to the Kingpin soundtrack, because it's all good. Um, I wrote down that this is a phenomenal soundtrack, because it is, and as I was saying to Steve after we watched the movie, the Farrelly brothers always have good songs in their movies. Agreed. Yeah. They have their own, like, very distinctive tastes, and, and it always makes sense, and it's always well
2: used. And kind of a lot of one-hit wonders from the 90s. They kind of, like, murder like a decent amount. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I also have the, I love the Electric Light Orchestra
1: song, Showdown, mm-hmm. um, that plays in the Um, And then, like, final montage of them bowling against each other at the end. I really like that song. It It was so perfect, too. Especially, like, at the beginning when it's like, "ding," and Bill Murray's, like, shaking his hands. It's like he's (laughs) acting along with it. (laughs) Um, And then uh, the Blues Traveler songs were great, and I loved having Blues Traveler, um, performing in the end credits, too. I, yeah. leaned over to, I leaned over to Mallory, and I'm like, Mallory, do you know who that is? Because the singer of Blues Traveler was also, like, the announcer of the bowling yeah. tournament.
0: I don't actually know what they look like, but yeah. I do know who Blues Traveler is.
1: Oh, okay. I thought yeah. what I was getting from is that you didn't even know who they were at all. No. Like, Blues Traveler's awesome. Yeah.
0: yeah. I didn't uh, grow up under a rock in the 90s. I was a child. You well, know. <laughs> that
2: was a song, actually. But anyway, was I, is one of my favorite Blues Traveler songs that never really... It wasn't like hook or run around. It was mm-hmm. good, but it never really got to that. Like, <laughs> I was so excited about it. Hit the mic. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> anyway,
2: Jonah's music guy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it was great soundtrack. I knew yeah. you would have a mouthful to say about it, so I just kind of left that to your expertise. Yep, nope, Indeed.
1: Much like movie magic behind the scenes is your expertise, however, <laughs> I feel like Steve might have yeah, something to add. Yeah,
0: I actually would like Steve to go first, because I don't want to, like, step on your toes no, you don't with, have to. with crap that I literally just, like, copied and pasted I, from. Yeah, actually, ID. do
2: you want me to go first? Yeah, you, like,
0: okay. know facts, because you I like this movie No, so much, and you know what's so. weird?
2: I know a lot of dumb facts about a lot of movies that I shouldn't. Like, I've, I've known years of movies that I haven't even seen, which mm. is crazy. People are like, oh, did you like us? I have no idea. I've never seen it. I just know what time it came out. Um, but movie magic, behind the scenes. Um, at the end, Bill, Bill Murray actually threw all three strikes himself, which was actually a genuine crowd reaction. Cool. Back. He, to, to beat Woody Harrelson, he legitimately threw those himself. That was not an actor. It only took one take. He threw a, a turkey. Cool. <laughs> there's, a, there's another scene where you hear, get a bigger, in the background, that's Will Ferrell. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson is actually an absolutely terrible bowler. And if you watch his form, not, because there's, there's scenes where you can see him, his arm dangling and not his head or body. So that's obviously a double. But if you actually watch Woody Harrelson, like when Claudia is watching him on TV on end, he looks like, this is going to sound really, he looks like he's crippled. I'm sorry. That, and he actually is in the movie. So it's not mean. Yeah. Sure. So, okay. um, Bill Murray ad-libbed. Over half his lines, for sure, which that's pretty obvious because he does yeah. that. Uh, here's here's the last one. This is a weird one that I should know. The bartender at the strip club with the long hair is the dad from Kindergarten Cop.
1: I knew that. You I read did? That. Sweet. I nice. nice. Yep.
2: yep. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bad
1: guy dad. Yeah. Yep.
2: Dominic. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> not the tumor. This is a ferret. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got.
1: All right. That's great. <laughs> all right, Jacobson. That's great. Laid on us.
0: Um, so yeah, yep. I, I also had the note about Bill Murray ad libbing and we talked about that in Ghostbusters also. I mean he's just he's a comic genius. genius. Um Jim Carrey was the first choice of the Farrelly brothers to play Ernie McCracken. Which I guess makes sense since they just did Dumb and Dumber. Can I just
1: say that that also would have been amazing? It would have been just in a different
0: way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just totally different vibe, but it would have been great. (laughs) I thought this was (laughs) funny. According to the Farrelly brothers, they didn't initially take Lynn Shea, the landlady, seriously uh, after having already cast her in a small role in Dumb and Dumber in 1994 at the suggestion of New Line Cinema Studio executive Robert Shea however when she came in to read for this movie she was mistaken for a homeless person (laughs) looking for an ashtray they politely tried getting her out until realizing it was her in character for the reading the fairleys were blown away and they didn't see anyone else for the role shay subsequently appeared in more of their films thereafter
1: yeah she was the mutt cuts lady in dumb and dumber
0: oh yeah, yeah that's right and then she has a
1: bigger role in um Something about Mary yeah. yes. Magda. Yes, yeah.
0: I do remember that. Oh yeah, she's all like super like yeah. bronze.
2: Would you rather have sex with, Magda or the landlady? Magda. Oh, Magda, really.
0: Oh god.
2: Magda's body looks like beef jerky. That's okay.
0: I would take beef jerky I, over those beef beef yellow teeth. Mm, mm, they yellow.
2: were not they were like brown yeah.
0: in this
1: movie. And those varicose veins. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and not to get too gross, but you know her cooter smells
2: like a Chinese fish market.
0: Oh. I just had a got hot
2: July a day. day. Yep. Oh. Got a huge reaction launching it. Guilty. That's how I was by myself on the corner. And you guys are sitting by each other. And oh, you were rubbing brother. one out over there? I, w- I wasn't rubbing one out. I was, yeah. Um, okay.
0: All right. <laughs> we went there. Um, according to Chris Farley's agent, Chris was offered the part of Ishmael, but his contractual obligation to appear in Black Sheep derailed this plan.
2: I did know that one. Not to be that guy, but I actually did know that. Whatever.
0: See, that's to another that case. Guy. That's another
1: <laughs> case of that of this that still would have been good. It would have just been very different. Yes. I feel like Ishmael would have had more, like, physical comedy to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Randy Quaid really, as nutty as he is now, he really did a good job as Ishmael. And the whole, like, you guys, Mr. Munson, like that whole (laughs) spiel.
0: Yeah. Yep, yep. Amazing. Agreed. Um, Peter Farrelly called the film's box office failure the biggest disappointment of their career, attributing the failure to its release... Uh, during uh, to the 1996 Olympics, Fairly said that it was crushing. However, he said that six to eight months later, when the film was released on home video, it became a big hit. Yeah, which makes sense.
1: That it was a similar thing that happened to
2: Office Space. Yeah, which oh, I also man. want to do for this oh, podcast. Yeah. I, movies. Right. yeah, I do have one more. Can I? Of course. I I'm sorry. I'm like the annoying guy. Is like I just have to talk. Um, <laughs>
0: That's why Woody Harrelson.
2: You Woody Harrelson is a vegetarian. So if you notice every even at the burger joint when they're they're eating their burgers, Woody Harrelson's plate is covered up by glasses and he's like eating salad actually. Yeah. They like they they don't want to like hide the fact that he's a vegetarian, but I mean he's kind of a dirtball in the movie so like why is he eating salad all the time? He's a dirtball. He's probably eating raw meat and throwing it at people. Right. So yeah, so Woody <laughs> Harrelson does never eats meat ever in that movie.
0: That yeah, I think I actually read that, yeah. but I didn't I didn't grab it. Um, all right, and then the other only other thing that I grabbed is because I don't know, I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, throughout the movie, Claudia and Roy refer to Ishmael as the kid, even though Randy Quaid is older than both Angel and Harrelson by 16 and 11 years, respectively. Hmm, interesting, they were that had that much of an age gap, yeah. There were a lot of other fun little quotes and mm-hmm. quotes in movie magic little facts and tidbits, but... Um,
2: we'll get to that in round two in two weeks. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm goodness. just kidding. Your announcer voice is Thank fantastic. You. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I have. Let's move on to who well, we would all bone.
1: I'm I'm thinking me and Steve probably have the same person. Yeah, Just the two of you? Oh yeah, or I don't maybe all three bone of
0: them. any of the other characters,
1: right? Oh yes, since no,
0: I'm really into guys with like hooks for hands <laughs> because I love the movie Hooks so much. So
1: it's
0: been a like, see
1: like big awkward Amish men.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean not to steal anyone's thunder, but I feel like we probably are all gonna say Claudia.
2: Yeah, Claudia. But as Jonah knows me, of course I have to have more um, the. <laughs> The gal from the uh, first hustle where Rudy Harrelson loses his arm that brings the priest's beer has huge cans, and I like boobs. And so <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, I would probably give it to her, you know, because she's feeding drinks and she's a, you know, yeah, she had the huge can. So she would be my close second, but Claudia's obviously a smoke show. Yeah. Right. Except for when uh, Ishmael was nipping all of that, got me a little uh, yeah. rugged under the pants. There <laughs> were in the like,
1: opening scene, the disco inferno scene where like, Woody Harrelson's <laughs> oh. bowling, whatever, he like, he, like, takes off his uh, jacket or something, or he hands something to these two super hot chicks in the audience, and mm-hmm. I noticed them, and I was like, they're both insanely hot. But yeah, I mean, Claudia is something, she's in a league of her own. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Enough said. So we would all bone Claudia. Yep. Claudia's number she's one. A she's a bitch.
0: She's big. Swing. I'm going to do my <laughs> controversial take really fast, because it's going to take two seconds. Controversial take, I didn't really like this movie. Okay. That's all. Okay, that's all I have. Fine,
2: I accept that. Okay, that's I don't I don't have a choice but to accept that. This is why we have to, We're an American. You have your opinion, and we have to
0: respect that. Thanks, Steve. Um,
2: I will go
1: <laughs> next. I feel that this movie was criminally underrated, and still is. Uh, it's one of Bill Murray's best performances, arguably. His best, I would say, wow. depending on your point of view.
0: I'm Um,
1: And then the whole thing with Randy Quaid, he just kind of went off the deep end sometime after this movie came out, um, notoriously, like just went totally bonkers. I think it was maybe it was after Independence Day because he was in that movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think it's after
1: that.
2: So that's it. What do you got? I was very similar to that. It was uh, a extremely underrated at the time. But then gained so much respect, you know, like your office spaces and, you know, your cult classics that usually, you know, boom in the, well, the DHS era, which this still technically was, if you will. But yeah, I mean, uh, other than that, I didn't really have too much on this one. This was, I was thinking really hard, but yeah, no, I agree with your point, Randy Quaid. Yeah, he ended up fleeing to like Canada or something with his wife and stole things and went into a, a hotel Wow. Yeah. So. I really
0: have never known the details. I've yeah. just known that he kind of lost it, but.
1: But yeah. Sucks. Emotional take. Steve, tell, tell me what emotional
2: take you have. See, you know, I. <laughs> th- this is where I'm kind of an idiot. And I actually went. I was kind of thinking for the movie, a scene in the movie, in terms of real reality, is when he went through the town and then he. When he was talking about his dad and the last time you saw him was when he went off to become a pro bowler and he never really got to reconcile with him and he lost that. And so that's an emotional, I mean, I, my, I still have a dad and everything, but you know, just you, when you lose somebody you kind of take for granted. That was kind of, I don't know. I, I know I kind of read that wrong in no, terms of, but no, you're, it yeah.
0: literally. Be so,
2: but, but that's it. Like yeah. when, so when he realizes that, he, w- he thought he was selfish, but he had every opportunity to come back and reconcile the town, even, uh, as a whole. Because he saw it as his gleaming place when he left, and he came back, and it was nothing. Yeah. So...
1: That's yeah. a great emotional take. Cool. That, Thanks. That part of the movie meant something to you. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: It really... It yeah.
0: resonated. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yep. Right. Uh, what about you?
0: My emotional take, on an emotional level... I did not like this movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa. It's just, yeah, I just had a hard time connecting <laughs> to it.
1: You know you uh, attract more bees with honey, right? Ooh.
0: I'm not concerned with attracting bees. Thank you. Um,
1: <laughs> what sorry. I have is that this movie actually has a lot of heart. Um, it's sort of buried underneath all the gross-out humor and the gags, etc., and the jokes, whatever. But it really does. And in the moment that Steve said, it really shined through. And then at the end, too, when... I mean, Woody Harrelson's character could have easily just taken all that money that he got for his condom endorsement and, you know, done whatever, ran away, but he gave that money to Ishmael's Amish community so that they could not lose their land and everything like that. And yeah. That's great.
0: Mm-hmm. Uplifting musical theme. Yeah. Insert here.
2: Well, and, and they told the dad how we basically saved Ishmael, saved, you know, Mr. Roy Munson's life. Yeah. Explain that, which was kind of a... I cried. Yeah. And, and used the tears the as well. I did use the tears. My tears are hot. Um, yeah. Okay. And the <laughs> Oscar goes to Stephen. What do you got? Um, Roy's rubber glove. <laughs> it, it was just the emotion that it went through. And then when you saw uh, Roy throw in the tournament after Ishmael broke his hand and the glove went down the alley, it was kind of a, you know, basically it it showed how the glove or the rubber hand grew as a as a person during the movie and it came back and just very impressive i yeah. just i don't have anything else to say other than i am very impressed and that that deserves an academy award for sure i mean like for like best prop no no best actor was the question oh so yeah no it did yeah. Far and away. No, it, it wasn't that the, goddamn Stanley, I can tell you that. He was a prick. <laughs> no, it's in the Oscar goes to, can be anyone
1: or anything. So, right. like, you could give the Oscar to that rubber hand for any particular reason. Right, yeah. No yeah, and he is as, yeah, no,
0: as an actor. Not, not, an actor. As, not, not as a, not a as prop.
1: prop. Okay.
0: He's being funny. Did you pick up on that?
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I'm out of here. No. <laughs> Babe, I'm so stupid that I thought King Kun was a funny movie. <laughs> Mm. Uh, it's my Jacobson. What do you got?
0: I gave my Oscar to Blues Traveler.
1: Nice. You should have given it to Blues Traveler's bass player
0: because that dude, dude, yeah, not yeah, it didn't quit that whole that thing. Was yeah. awesome. they, there were a couple of shots, like just of his hands. And I'm if if other listeners have missed this in previous episodes, I've been very slowly teaching myself to play the bass. And yeah, I was very impressed. Very slowly. Very slowly. (laughs) And now it's packed away in the storage unit for the time being. Yeah.
1: So now you just have to envision it. Now I just have to think about it. Just like your thoughts on the movie Kingpin. Packed away in the storage unit.
0: Yeah! Yeah. What about you, babe? Where does your Oscar I, go? I'm giving the Oscar
1: to Bill Murray. He mm-hmm. he steals the movie. It's not even fair yeah. to everyone else.
0: His hair was probably oh, the funniest yeah. thing to me in the end when it's just flopping. They both have ridiculous go-over <laughs> situations. Yeah, uh, yeah. you were laughing about that. Yeah, okay. I was.
1: See, you did get something out of this movie. Yeah. Or many things, but mm-hmm. you just want. to... I
0: have... may have gotten a little sleepy towards the end of the movie and might have gotten a little, like waking myself up the, the pizza and the beer and the whole day of moving oh, it's monday God. yeah it's monday kicking my ass Whew.
1: um okay rate the movie one through ten
2: Stephen. i'm gonna give it a solid eight and a half all right yeah and i'm uh, one of my i have to really think about it but top five comedies for sure um again a bill murray favorite he just all the actors were just just meshed well together um but yeah eight and a half solid Okay.
1: Um, I gave it a 7.5 and hear me out here. Um, Mm -hmm. it's because like upon watching it this time, I couldn't help but notice that there were periods of time where some jokes fell flat where, you know, like things weren't really funny and there was just like some plot for a while that was kind of like ho-hum and this and then the other. And it was just sort of like the necessary things to glue it all together. However, the reason why I love this movie so much is because the parts of it that are good. Are so fucking good and so hilarious mm-hmm. that it's almost like I could throw this movie on and just like fast forward to all like my favorite parts, like the diner scene <laughs> or the whole bowling showdown at the end, um, or the the Bill Murray commercial for like fatherless families, <laughs> you know, and like all of those kind, or the when Randy Quaid like throws his jacket down and he's like Mister Munson, you know that. Uh, so 7.5 because I'm being a little realistic it's it's not really technically a great movie it's just the nostalgia of it and then Bill Murray's amazing performance and then how funny it is overall is why I love the movie and why I wanted to do it for the podcast
0: sweet I really need to go back into our episodes and like pull out what our scores were for everything because it's, the scoring is a little bit relative for me sometimes. Like, okay, so I put down a five. Okay. Because, okay. I mean, I didn't like it, but it wasn't, like, the worst thing I've seen in the world. So, middle of the road. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, mm, I may have enjoyed watching something like Bloodsport more than this. So, and I gave Bloodsport a really low score. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, feel like even? I, yep. I feel like.
1: Have you seen Bloodsport, Steven? I have. Yeah, I feel like it's a guy's... Play. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. For yeah.
0: sure. I've, I've sat through two Van Damme movies now and a Steven Seagal.
1: hmm <laughs> Yeah. All right. Poor well, me. I respect your choice of five. Like, oh. you obviously weren't really... Right, right. Seven, yeah.
0: But, yeah, like, given who's all in it, though, and stuff, I couldn't really go lower than a five.
1: Yeah. So. Good cast. All right. So, uh, impact and influence of this movie on the industry... Um, what do you have, Jacobson?
0: Uh, I don't really. I mean, I don't know. I'm not like a. I'm not a Fairly Brothers aficionado. I feel like maybe looking at their whole body of work and how it's impacted comedy in general would be like a bigger lens to look at things. I yeah, I was just having a really hard time being um, a scholastic human being thinking about how this impacted the industry. I just mm-hmm. wrote down. Most people like it, I guess. <laughs> oh, profound. I'm glad you're putting your radio really film tired. TV degree Most, to use yeah. I'm really tired. <laughs>
2: Most people like it, I guess.
1: <laughs> okay. Thanks for that tidbit. Um, I actually didn't write anything down, but I, I just want to to say that um, this is one of the Fairleigh Brothers' big four. Uh, Kingpin, Dumb and Dumber, so there's something about Mary and me, myself, and Irene, mm-hmm. and I love all those movies this is not the best of the four, but I would say, it's. I, I think it's my second favorite after Dumb and Dumber. Dumb yeah. and is a masterpiece. I think I gave that one a 10 when we did it. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, I think so. Um,
1: but as I mentioned earlier, it was one of the, you know, there was that run of comedies between 94 and 96, and you had to own them all on VHS tape. Correct. You know, and if you didn't, then your ass was at Blockbuster every weekend running that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you got
2: for Impact and Influence? Um, well, the fact that, just to reiterate how... It did terrible in the theaters, and then um, disappointed the Ferrelli brothers, saying it was a box office disappointment, but then came back to realize that it doesn't... Numbers don't mean anything when it comes to a movie sometimes, and sometimes it takes, you know, word of mouth after the fact that it comes out and might have lasted two weeks in the theater. became a cult classic. Um, Classic Farrelly brothers just, you know... I don't know. I just, I love the movie. It, it, every time I see it, I just, I'm, I'm very surprised it didn't do well in the theater because it did proceed Dumb and Dumber. That surprised the hell out of me, to be honest with you. But yeah, just just overall, like one of those movies, if it's on TV, I'm watching it no matter what. Yeah. Oh, for right. sure. Yeah.
0: I feel like people either love this movie or they don't.
2: Yeah. Right. You're the only one I know that doesn't like it.
0: Well, I saw But it. I only know seven
2: people, so that's not it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. Okay, excellent.
0: Okay. Excellent. You All ready right. for Jonah's
1: Bullet Points? Jonah's Bullet Points. AKA things I wanna say but I don't really want to talk about. <laughs> Bill Murray might be the reason this movie is so good. Yeah. Uh Stan wears guy liner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does. I don't know why. Cause guys like that don't wear guy liner, so it's a weird Artistic choice. It was. It was a weird choice. Uh, Some of the humor didn't age well, but when it hits, it hits hard. Good point. Pizza Luce was so good, and remember to order your Pizza Luce and to ask for heavy sauce, because with heavy sauce, it's even better. (laughs) This movie was one of the best 90s comedies and a true cult classic in every sense. The commercial with Murray for the fatherless families (laughs) is solid gold. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Even that,
0: though I thought that was funny.
1: Yeah. So, and uh, and Mallory has very very high standards, as we all know.
0: <laughs> so high. Spice World. <laughs> Spice
1: World was a masterpiece. Oh boy. Was <laughs> um, my wife. Oh. John Popper from Blues Travelers cameo was so nineties that even Mallie didn't know who that was when I asked her. Upon rewatching, um. I feel like it's unfair to everyone else how funny Bill Murray is in this movie. Um I mentioned that earlier. It's like he steals the show like violently, you know.
0: And <laughs> sorry, I was like mid yawn, but that was funny.
1: Um that came out
0: weird sounding.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like he didn't really he didn't have a lot of screen time. He's very no. much a supporting character.
0: But yeah, to say that he violently stole the show was accurate.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> I want the bowling ball with the rose in it.
0: They, yeah. They do
1: sell it. Oh, really? Yeah. You, yeah. I want the one from the movie, though. Like, if I was going to have any movie... Like a movie, movie later, yeah. yeah. It would either be this or, or the rubber hand. <laughs> Best actor. Uh, so the scene with Woody and Bill Murray with their floppy comb-overs at the final bowling thing, that is iconic. And that's one of the main things I think of. Upon thinking of this movie, I love it how Big Earn throws the rubber hand into the crowd after he wins. <laughs> It's like it's like he just never he can't stop being a dick until <laughs> so like the second he's not on screen anymore. Um, White man can't jump is another really fantastic Woody Harrelson sports movie from yeah, the nineties. Have yeah. seen
0: that.
1: Yeah. The rotten Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the critics gave this a fifty percent, which is bad, but the audience gave it a sixty nine, which is funny because of sixty nine, haha. But also, I think it it really goes to show you that. Um, critics don't know what they're talking about because this movie was dope and that's all I got for you
0: good job thank you all wonderful points yep fantastic well this was fun having another person on I agree yeah <laughs> Um, I'm not really glad that you guys made me watch this movie, but, you know, I enjoyed the company and the pizza, and thank you for bringing me beer. I brought her it was, beer. It was very kind. Yeah, yeah. I'm a,
1: I am a bartender. I just didn't bring <laughs> any jokes. We won't say what kind, because we're not sponsored by... <laughs> Um, that particular light beer that starts with a C and is from the Rocky Mountains or yeah, something. Yeah, and it
0: tastes real good with some green olives.
1: Green and olives and, and beer. And a little bit yeah. of,
0: a little bit of olive juice. Also.
1: That's a very Midwestern thing. Olive juice, juice too,
2: <laughs> olive juice too, Mallory. Olive juice too. Oh, oh, that's so sweet.
0: <laughs> well, everybody, please go out and support your local movie theaters. Yep. Now that the world is getting safer and safer go out to those locally owned neighborhood theaters and give them your money and buy their popcorn. Yeah. Shit.
1: Lots <laughs> of great movies coming out soon. Um, Dune – the new Spider-Man movies coming out. Yeah. Eternals, the Eternals. Yeah, yes. amazing. I'm um, really
0: excited for Spencer, the Princess Diana movie, and that um, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon right, the period last piece based on
2: a true story too. Yeah. Something.
0: Ooh, and Adam Driver. Yeah, Mallory
2: has a big
1: crush on Adam
2: Driver. I accept um, it. I accept there, it. There's the preview for that movie though. Everybody's an Academy Award winner, but the one girl's like Academy Award nominee, Academy Award winner, and and Shelley. And that's it, because she didn't like <laughs> win anything. I'm like, okay. Poor yeah. girl. She's Awkward.
1: like stuck in the middle. Well, maybe she'll get one for this. <laughs> this movie true. looks like Oscar baby. Yes. Oh, yes.
0: for sure. For sure. Alright, well, sweet. Sounds like we're all going to be at the fucking movies.
1: We sure yeah. are. Yeah, no, wait,
0: Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, everybody's. yeah, the new Ghostbusters. Yes. Boom.
1: Hey, everyone out there, thanks for listening to this episode of Movie Lovers, and we will see you next time.
0: Goodbye!
1: Bye, everybody. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to movie lovers. If you like what you heard today, please rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your feedback goes a really long way to helping our little podcast that could be seen by the world. Also, don't forget to give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram too. You can find us by searching the handle movie lovers pod on either platform. This is the part of the podcast where Jonah and I shamelessly promote our respective services that we provide in our careers.
1: I'm a session musician and composer for hire. I do commission pieces ranging from podcast jingles to keyboard and orchestral arrangements, video game soundtracks, etc. The sky is the limit. If you're looking for custom composition services, you can find me on my website at www.JonahWeingarten.com. That's J-O-N-A-H-W-E-I-N-G-A-R-T-E-N.com.
0: Movie Lovers is a Mali Creative Production. I, Mally, am the owner of Mally Creative, a marketing and multimedia design agency. If you or anyone you know is in the market for social media strategy, design, or management services, or perhaps you need a new website designed, or even print or digital graphic design services, please reach out to me at my website, www.mallycreative.com. Again, that's www.mallycreative.com. If you'd like to advertise on our podcast, please reach out to us on social media, on our website at www.movieloverspod.com, or by contacting Mally Creative.